0: So I got to thinking about it, this is, a, this is my 20th Christmas Eve message, which I, I, I it's kind of surprised me, and, and, I, and I got to thinking about it, I, in all that time, I've wondered if I've ever really gotten it right. Um, you know, every year we've got the, the four themes of Advent, you hear it every year, it's you've got hope, peace, joy, and, and love. And some of us, you know, we, we, we light the candles every week throughout Advent. Um, some of us, we read, we read a devotional at home, and so that becomes part of our, our spiritual practice, too. Or we send notes of love and a Hallmark card out to somebody. You know, that's a good thing to do. Or you put a post out, kind of that Christmas letter that you put out on, on social media someplace. And that is, all of that is so important. You know, I, I need that. I think, I think all of us, we, we need that. But the truth is, I think I might be doing something wrong. This year, I was convinced. I had to be convinced to do this series called The End of the World as We Know It because that is not a title of a a series that I kind of was like, ooh, we gotta do that. Um, But I was convinced to do it. It wasn't my first choice. But it's connected with me and with the reality of Christmas in a different way. Every year, every year we come and we tell the, the tale of the birth of Christ. And we tell it from the perspective of the gospel message. that's, That's good. But this year I'm doing something a little different. We're adding the biblical perspective of the revelation and the story of Christmas future, the coming birth of Christ. And you may find it a little different.
1: Then a great sign appeared in heaven, a woman clothed with the sun, with the moon under her feet, and a crown of 12 stars on her head. She was pregnant, and she cried out because she was in labor, in pain from giving birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven, it was a great fiery red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven royal crowns on his heads. His tail swept down a third of heaven's stars and threw them to the earth. The dragon stood in front of the woman who was about to give birth so that when she did give birth, he might devour her child.
0: This is not the silent, the silent night of which we usually sing. It's the story of a dragon. Satan has replaced the angels in the sky not to praise the coming Christ, but to devour him.
1: She gave birth to a son, a male child, who is to rule all the nations with an iron rod. Her child was snatched up to God and his throne. Then the woman fled into the desert where God has prepared a place for her. There she will be taken care of for 1,260 days.
0: So in a parallel with the story from the Gospels, rather than being warned by the Magi to flee to Egypt, the Mother of Christ flees by herself into the desert.
1: Then there was war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought the dragon. The dragon and his angels fought back, but they did not prevail, and there was no longer any place for them in heaven. So the great dragon was thrown down. The old snake, who is called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world, was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven say, Now the salvation and power and kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. The accuser of our brothers and sisters, who accuses them day and night before our God, has been thrown down. They gained the victory over him on account of the blood of the Lamb and the word of their witness. Love for their own lives didn't make them afraid to die. Therefore, rejoice, you heavens, and you who dwell in them. But oh, the horror for the earth and sea, the devil has come down to you with great rage, for he knows that he only has a
0: short time. This vision of Christmas future comes with devastation on earth, and human human beings pretty much powerless to do anything but survive. There are people right now who can relate to this story.
1: When the dragon saw that he had been thrown down to the earth, he chased the woman who had given birth to the male child but the woman was given two wings of the great eagle so that she could fly to her place in the desert. There she would be taken care of out of the snake's reach for a time and times and half a time. Then from his mouth, the snake poured a river of water after the woman so that the river would sweep her away. But the earth helped the woman. The earth opened its mouth and swallowed the river that the dragon poured out of his mouth. So the dragon was furious with the woman and he went off to make war on the rest of her children, on those who keep God's commandments and hold firmly to the witness of Jesus.
0: This morning, after the first one of these sermons, somebody texted me a picture. It was an ancient medieval picture and it's a picture of the mother of Christ wrestling a dragon while, a, while, uh, while an angel holds the baby Christ. The story is ancient. It's, it's, as old as our, it's in our scriptures. It, it's there. And as the story goes, the multitude of calamities faced by humanity are greater than can be fought back against by mere mortals. And so the angels are called in not as a choir this time, but as an army. We don't tell this this story of Christmas, this Christmas future vision much. And I'm curious, is this your first time hearing this story? A few of you? It is. It's a scary story. It is an absolutely scary story. We don't tell it much because just like in a Dickens a Christmas tale, It's the ghost of Christmas' future that's terrifying. It's the one thing, though, that gets Scrooge to actually change. Christmas is an annual reminder that God's Spirit is not just in baby Jesus. But God's Spirit is in you. It's in me. And that you are called to use the days that you have to be an active force of love in the world. You are called by that very same spirit to be an active force, uh, for us, uh, force of hope in the world. Jesus taught a way of living in which peace comes through hard work. Peace takes work. And that joy comes in the face of hurt. And it's not magic. It takes work. And I've not said that on a Christmas Eve before. And I think most preachers shy away from talking about the story of Christmas future, that vision, because it's not what I or you think we want. But frankly, sometimes there comes a point where we're tired. We see the things around us. We see the people of Gaza. I woke up to the story this morning of the people in Bethlehem. Bethlehem was normally a joyous scene on Christmas Eve. Not today. People are enduring and surviving. I've seen what the parents of Russian soldiers who have died are enduring. The grieving Israeli families who have lost loved ones on that fateful day. And I see all of that and I wonder, How would I fare if I were in their place? Would I, as the scriptures say, be able to keep God's commandments and hold firmly to the witness and teachings of Jesus? I hope so. I hope you would too. So this year I share with you the ancient stories of Christmas future and of Christmas past. In the story of Christmas past, Christ came into the world and shared a way of living that would lead, if we lived in that way, we would would lead into a new kingdom here on earth as it is in heaven. But the corrupt world that we, as we have known it, remained, and that world killed him for it. In the vision of Christmas future, Christ comes into the world with an iron rod and with war. But the good news is that the world as we have known it will change. The vision of a better world will come. I don't know how, and I don't know when, but the darkness has not and will not overcome that until then it's our charge it's our charge to keep hope alive to continue to live our lives in a way that we add our force of love in the world to live by the values that christ taught the fight is not ours ours is to do the hard work that leads to peace, and to recognize that joy comes in the face of hurt, and to share the light of that truth with a world tonight that desperately needs to hear that hope and see people willing to extend love to a broken world. And if we can do that, if we can do that, And then maybe there is a kind of magic yet to come. Amen.